Happy New Year. I'm Candace Huber, and you're listening to Novel Ideas on WRBH, a weekly discussion of all things literary. We are in 2017. I am so happy that 2016 is over with. It was a disaster of a year, at least for me personally, and according to social media, for a lot of other people as well. And we are starting off 2017 with an inauguration of a new president. And so we're about to get political on this podcast. And that is me being silly and singing everything. But I am going to give you some tips on what you can do instead of watching the inauguration. There are a lot of people who are protesting this new administration who don't agree with it. And if you are one of those people then I am going to give you some things that you can do in order instead of watching the inauguration, just because I really don't have any desire to personally watch it. And I was thinking about this and, and just thinking about who is going to be there, who's not going to be there, and what I could possibly do instead of watching it. I actually saw the other day that there, were, there was a video that uh, Donald Trump posted about a an event surrounding the inauguration that's happening on January 19th. And the comments on the video were just really, really funny. And it was all about what people are doing instead of watching those inauguration events. And there were comments like, I have to wash my hair. Sorry. Uh, I apologize. My dog has to have their anal glands expressed that day. So there were a lot of really funny comments on that. And seeing that sort of sparked me to think, okay, like, what can we really do instead of watching the inauguration? There are a lot of things going on this weekend surrounding the inauguration, both in D.C. and here in New Orleans. And, you know, even if you're not comfortable going to those things, I'm going to give you some books. Obviously, this is a literary podcast and I'm all about reading. And so I'm going to give you some books to read that will help you in this new Trump America that will counteract some of the things and and stuff that he's saying and that his administration is saying and doing. And I'm also going to give you a couple of podcasts that are really good to listen to to keep you informed because I'm all about staying informed and staying educated. And especially in this new world, I think that's really important. And it's really important to get perspectives from other people and to learn about people who are different from yourself. And so that is what I'm going to focus on. The books that I'm going to recommend are going to be focused on people and stories that are different from me and most likely different from you, maybe, maybe not. And so let's get into it and talk about these books. So the first book that I'm going to mention is called Words of Fire by Beverly Guy Sheftal. And this book is pretty much like a women's studies textbook from a women's studies college class, but it collects a lot of words and essays and writings of more than 60 African-American women in the feminist tradition. So this is a black feminist thought book. And it's the first major anthology to really trace the development of black feminist thought. And it goes from the 1800s all the way up until the present. It was published in the 90s, so the present being the 90s. But it has a lot of really great essays and really interesting thoughts in there. And it's and it's all surrounding black feminist thought in the United States. So if you want to learn more about the tradition of black 
feminist thought. It's something that I've gotten really interested in recently because feminism has been something that has really evolved over the years. There's the whole phenomenon of white feminism now and intersectional feminism and womanism and There are all kinds of different sort of branches of feminism now. And so I've been trying to read a lot of different books that show me different perspectives on what a feminist can be. And this is a really, really great anthology. It will definitely show you experiences that aren't your own, and it will give you something to think about. And there are a lot of really amazing African-American women in there from Bell Hooks to Audre Lorde to Angela Turner and many, many more. Uh, Like I said, more than 60 African-American women. So I think it's a great book. I highly recommend reading it. And it will definitely give you a different perspective and allow you to think about things that are happening now. And and even though it was published a while ago, it's really scarily still relevant. And that's I can say the same thing about all these books that I'm going to tell you about. And so definitely pick that up. It's Words of Fire by Beverly Guy Sheffdahl. The second book is almost the opposite of that one or opposite perspective-wise. And it's called Strangers in Their Own Land by Arlie Russell Hochschild. And in this book, uh, so Arlie Russell Hochschild is a, she's a liberal. She's from California. She's from Berkeley. And she decides to go into Louisiana. She's a sociologist. And so she comes down here to Deep South Louisiana, Bayou Country. And, you know, as you all know, especially if you live here, deep South Louisiana is a stronghold of conservatives, right? The right wing people mostly are here in deep South Louisiana. And so this liberal outsider sociologist from California comes into deep South Louisiana and gets to know these people just normally. So she's not trying to oppose them. She's not trying to argue with them. She's just trying to come and really get to know them. And it's all people who strongly oppose a lot of the ideas that she very famously champions. And she talks to these people. She finds common ground with them. She warms to them. She has meals with them. She talks with them. And it's just really interesting. And it will, again, give you a completely different perspective, especially if you're a liberal person, to learn about these conservative folks and why they believe the things that they do. And she talks to people from a Tea Party activist in a small town, and the town has been swallowed by a sinkhole that was caused by a drilling accident. And that's it's just a really interesting story to see their perspective on that and what they think about it. And these people whose concerns are really ones that all Americans share— And, you know, everyone wants the desire for community. Everyone wants, you know, to embrace family and everyone has hopes for themselves and for their children and for the future of the country. And so this really shows that, you know, we we have a lot in common. Conservatives and liberals have a lot in common. And, you know, we have a lot of the same personal struggles, even if, you know, we can't really talk to each other about it sometimes. I think that if we really did and we found that common ground, I think we could start off some really great conversations. And so this book really shows that you can do that, that a liberal outsider 
social sociologists from California can come into deep South Louisiana and come into these people's living rooms and have these conversations with them. And it's a really interesting book. It will really show you, you know, if you are a liberal person, it will show you a completely different side of conservative folks. And if you're a conservative person, you know, it will really show you about finding common ground. And and really, I think that's the purpose of this book. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. And definitely read this instead of going or watching the inauguration. The next book I'm going to talk about is Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. And this book is very short. You could read it definitely in a day. It, it's only about 200 pages long. And it is uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates' letter to his adolescent son about being black in America. And he tackles this idea of race and shares the story of his own awakening to the truth about his place in the world, and kind of where black people belong through his own experiences. And he's sharing this with his son and in turn with the rest of us who are reading this. I think this is a very important book. It's one of these books that I feel like every single person should read because Ta-Nehisi Coates, number one, is an amazing writer. I love everything that he does that I've read. And also he presents ideas in a way that is relatable and understandable to pretty much anyone who is reading it. He surrounds this idea of bodies and how the government and people want to have control over bodies. And I just think it's a really interesting way to present this, that, you know, people wear body armor, the way that you dress, the way that you present yourself to society, the way that you act is your armor And all you're trying to do is to protect what you have and your body from outside things that may influence that, from getting killed by police, from other people beating you up, from all of the threats that black people perceive in the world and that black people have legitimate threats. And so I think it's really an interesting perspective. And these threats that come in and, you know, black people trying to really just protect their bodies from all of these different things and the way that they do that and his experience with that. It's all very, very important. And I think it's a an excellent book and very well written. And this one we're actually reading. So we have a new book club at Tubby and Kuzma City Bookshop now. And it's called Brave New World. And it's all online. It's on Facebook. And this book club, the purpose of it is to read about experiences that aren't our own, which is the entire point of this podcast today. And this, Between the World and Me, is actually the first book that we're reading. And we're going to have our first meeting on February 5th at the bookstore. It's a Sunday at two in the afternoon. And so come on out if you live in the area and talk to us about this book and about just in general, the ideas that the book presents. We're going to talk about experiences that aren't our own. We're going to put it on Facebook Live. So if you are not here in the New Orleans area or you can't make it here, we will put it online so that you can engage in the discussion. As it's happening, you'll be able to comment and we'll we'll incorporate that into the discussion as well. It's going to be a really, really interesting book club. We already have over 200 members of it online. So it's something that people are very, very interested in. And Between the World and Me is going to be the first book that we're reading. So if you haven't read it yet, definitely get it. Come and talk to us about it. I do think it's a really important book. And I do think that it will really, really change your worldview and the way that you view living in America. So definitely check that one out. I'm also going to recommend a few graphic novels to you because I think graphic novels 
really present stories in a unique and interesting and different way from the way that we're used to reading them in novels. And so the first one is called March, and it's by John Lewis, who, of course, recently Trump has tweeted at and really tried to delegitimize him as a senator and as a Civil War hero. And it's just been completely ridiculous. And so read John Lewis's story so that you know more about him and you know what he did when he was fighting for civil rights. And that's what March is. There are three volumes of March. And it's the inside story of the civil rights movement through the eyes of Congressman John Lewis, who is really one of the most iconic figures. And I believe the only person left alive that actually was with Martin Luther King Jr. And it's so powerful, and it's it's told in graphic novel format, which is just amazing. And I highly recommend reading it. Graphic novels are really quick. You can read an entire graphic novel in probably 30 minutes to 45 minutes. So you could have all three of these read in just a couple of hours. And it will definitely give you a view of history that you very most likely do not have. And I think it's just really important to get that story. So March by John Lewis. There's also a box set you can buy if you want to buy all three of them or you can buy them individually. Either way, all three volumes, really, really great and definitely read it. I'm going to get back on the Ta-Nehisi Coates bandwagon because as you know by now, I really, really like him. And there's a book, a graphic novel called Black Panther, and he writes the Black Panther story now. And it is so good. If you like Marvel, if you like superheroes and if you like politics, if you like any of this stuff, Black Panther is really, really, really great. And there's one volume out now. The second volume comes out in just a, a couple, I think a week or so. The second one is going to come out. And it is about a superhuman terrorist group that calls itself the people. And the people spark this really violent uprising in Wakanda, which is where the Black Panther rules. And the land, you know, Wakanda is famed for being incredibly technologically advanced and it has proud warrior traditions and the people who is this terrorist group really throws it into turmoil. And it's really interesting because I found myself really relating to the villains in this story as well, because the villains are the people who feel that the government or the regime has oppress them. And so they are trying to come up and they want to be free. And they have this idea of what they think freedom is that is in contradiction to what the Black Panther and his uh, royal administration sort of thinks that freedom is. And it's a really, really interesting story because it really helps you sympathize with all sides of it. And if if Wakanda is going to survive in this type of environment, it's Monarch, who is the Black Panther, Really, he's one of a long line of Black Panthers. He has to change and he has to survive the necessary change. And it's just so good. And it's a really great uh, story about a superhero, but it's not really about the superhero. It's about the man underneath the mask. And I think that that's what interests me so much about it and about what he's facing as the leader of this country of Wakanda. And so it's definitely a really, really great graphic novel. I definitely suggest reading it. There's also a spinoff of that that has just recently started called 
world of Wakanda, and it's Ta-Nehisi Coates and Roxanne Gay, who is another amazing person and one of my favorites ever. And the two of them getting together just blew my mind. And World of Wakanda is is just a spinoff of the Black Panther. And the Black Panther has this all-female guard that guards him. And the World of Wakanda is about two of the women from that all-female guard. And they are the Midnight Angels is what they call themselves. It's two of the women And they are part of this elite task force trained to protect the crown of Wakanda, the Black Panther, at all costs. And so World of Wakanda follows them. And their first assignment is to protect the queen. But the, you know, they are in love with each other, these two women. And so what happens when you have to protect the queen, but you're in love with each other? It's a really, really, really great graphic novel. Again, I highly, highly suggest these. And I am over my time now, but two podcasts that I did want to mention. One is Code Switch. It's an NPR podcast. Gene Denby and Shereen Marisol Maraji discuss race and identity as it relates to the culture that we live in. It's an amazing podcast. I highly recommend it. Go look it up. It's available pretty much anywhere that you can get podcasts and on the NPR app. Another podcast that I would highly recommend is called Congressional Dish, and it's Jennifer Briney, and she gives the lowdown on what's going on in the government and what's going on in Congress in a way that anyone can understand. She breaks it down for us. She goes through all the bills and different things that are passing and really breaks down what it means for the average American. So those are two really great podcasts that I recommend listening to if you're interested in politics or if you're interested in learning more about the government and what's going on in society I definitely recommend those podcasts. So instead of watching the inauguration, definitely read some books, listen to some podcasts, educate yourself, and prepare for the next four years. And I think that it's it's just really important for us to find some common ground. And I think that all of these books will help you to do that if that's something that you're looking to do. And I think it's important. So thanks for listening today. Again, my name is Candace Huber, and you've been listening to Novel Ideas on WRBH.